This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The Dunedin Multicultural Council is a non-profit organisation that works to support the multi-ethnic communities in Dunedin. Since many of our members are migrants, we focus on providing opportunities to get to know people and develop new skills, networks and links with the wider community of Dunedin. Peter Kesher, you're listening to the Dunedin Multicultural Council on air. Today we'll be interviewing Dean Allison from Wellington, and this is his original track, Every Time. Hope you enjoy our program. I just can't wait, I just can't escape All these feelings deep inside of me
Hey, we'd like to welcome you to the studio. That song you were listening to was called Every Time and it was composed and performed by Dean. Dean, we'd like to welcome you to the studio. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, kia ora, bro. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in a place called Titahi Bay, which is about 25k up um, from Wellington. Uh, my father is Māori, which makes me Māori. Uh, Ngāti Parau, which is on the east coast of the North Island. Uh, our big town is Ruatori. I'm sure a lot of people out there uh, heard of that place. My mother's from uh, parts unknown, apart from the fact that she's English and uh, a whole lot of other things. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on on that side as, as well. Um, I was brought up by my grandparents. Um, my father sort of didn't uh, hang around too long and uh, had, a, had an awesome time growing up in Titae Bay. And, uh, yeah, it was very close, whānau, Pākehā whānau. Um, but we, they had sort of, you know, Māori sort of um, uh, cultural ways about it. It was all about whānau and, and uh, grew up in a place where, you know, your neighbours were your, your family as well. So it was an awesome, awesome time growing up back in the, I was born in 65. Um, never grew up the language, the te and struggled with it for the most of my life since then. Hey, Dean, I'm going to skip forward a bit here uh, to the early 2000s. Now, I met you in 2004. Tell me how you ended up in Dunedin. Yeah, well, I um, I think my ex-partner for that, she uh, was accepted to med school back in 2000. We arrived here in February 2000. Uh, she's now a doctor with a PhD um, here, um, we were only supposed to be here originally for 18 months. So I was a, I was a house dad, which wasn't normal back in those days, believe right. it or not. Um, and uh, we both had good jobs <laughs> in Wellington. So we came down here and uh, we pretty much kept to ourselves because we were only going to be here for 18 months. And then uh, after the first couple of weeks I was here, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to be leaving anytime soon. So... Um, we made arrangements that she would stay here to do her entire medical degree. And then in 2002 or 2003, she started her PhD program right in the middle of her medical degree. So it meant that we could stay here longer, even, even still, because that took three years. And um, shortly, about not long after I met you, bro, I um, decided to go and do something about my own education because my daughter was at out the gardens, Montessori back in those days, and, um, and she was she was quite young. She was seven months when we arrived here, and um, so yeah, I, I decided to go and do a music degree, uh, do the rock course at uh, Otago University, which was a an amazing uh, experience. Um, I was I was so much older than all the kids that were there. Um, they just left high school, and I was I was thirty nine, I think, when I started doing it, something like that. So, or maybe a wee bit younger, but uh, yeah, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, well, um, 
So we started playing in bands not long after that, well, after you graduated. Um, we were in a, <laughs> a band called Two Ton, wasn't it? Uh, no, the band was called Two Tone. Uh, I think it was a wee bit earlier. Uh, oh, no, maybe we... Um, so I think Two Tone started in 2005. And, uh, yeah, I was definitely at, at Varsity then. And, um, of course, you, you jumped in and whenever you felt like, <laughs> which was great, because uh, it just filled our entire sound. <laughs> but we, there was, honestly, in terms of the personnel and stuff, like Brotherhood that was in that band was easily the best band that I've ever been in. Um, it was just a great time, and it was everybody was older, so there was no um, egos going on a, a, about it. And uh, uh, along with you, we were both the youngest in the band. <laughs> And uh, no, it was just a blast. And uh, <laughs> of course, I think the first time that I actually met you um, was when you were doing the singles ball over in Middlemarch. And I travelled over and uh, that, that, you know, I oh, okay, met you yeah. a few yeah. weeks before, prior yeah. to you actually performing. But that was, a, that was an amazing experience too, you know. Uh, he doesn't want a whole lot of, um, you know, ladies after you <laughs> when you're a farmer, I suppose. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I do remember that time because um, um, I've, I've got a track here, Dean. That um, yeah, might surprise you. It's uh, one we recorded with a guy John Tarfi, and um, we were in a band called Chocolate at the time. But he came to my studio down in Cocker Valley and we recorded the song uh, Tennessee Whiskey. Tell me about that song when when you learnt it and that. Oh well. That was mainly because at that time I was working alongside a, a cousin of mine, or two cousins actually, and we had a thing going. Um, we called her, so it was it was my cousin Nev, who's since passed away. Uh, it was his idea. Uh, we, we were called the Three Tenas, T-E-N-A-S. <laughs> and uh, we went around doing karaoke shows and stuff like that, and that's where it really came up. And uh, quite honestly, I, I I had forgotten that you even recorded that that session, bro. Because um, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd been singing it for that long. But it was, yeah, it's Chris Stapleton's version, and uh, it was always one of the favourite songs that we used to do um, throughout the night. Because we just sang to karaoke backing tracks, and uh, we had a lot of fun too. That was that was awesome. I um just tried playing along on piano with it, and um, I noticed that we kind of tuned up. Because it's in between G and and G sharp, <laughs> and um, <laughs> oh hell, <laughs> um, you're playing guitar and doing lead vocals. I'm on bass, and uh, John's on the drum kit. And this is November 2016. <laughs> I don't think we had tuners back then, did we? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I remember sort of hooking up with you guys because I think. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, I thought it was midwinter, but um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great little time. We used to have a lot of, lot of fun like that, you know, those little sessions um, with different people and, um, you know, just get togethers. You know, they, we we don't do that anymore like we should be doing, but um, I mean that's the way things sort of evolve. You know, we've all got other things that we we've taken on board. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I remember that sort of time, you know, those, those early times with you and the likes of John and, you know, Wally Tingahui and and um, Harry Tutaki and all those guys and um, Rue Henry, you know, all the, all those fellas like yeah. that. 
Yeah. It was, it, they, were, they were magical times. You know? I, I don't regret any single thing that we ever did around that time. The cool thing too, uh, bro, is um, it was like Maldives and Polynesians <laughs> and, um, and, um, and Pakeas as well. And it was like a, a cross-cultural pollination of music. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it was, um, and that was the beauty of it, you know. Really, because um, you know, the, the big part of our, even our crowd, you know, they, they were multicultural, obviously, as well. You're as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Sweet a strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass of brandy, and honey, I stayed stoned for your love all the time. To look for love in all those same old places. Found the bottom of the bottle always dry. But when you poured out your heart, I didn't waste it. Cause there ain't country music you know as well yeah along with all the brothers and sisters from around the you know every ethnicity um <laughs> polynesian ethnicity that you can imagine and all points in between you know um because of the places that we played and we um we used to pack places out you know that, that, that are barren now you know because of uh, whatever reason but uh, anytime we didn't play there it wasn't too um whoever they had in there wasn't too flash it wasn't too packed um, but yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was an, an amazing um, collection of, of, of guys that um, from you know Polynesian and Parker backgrounds, you know, sort of doing the stuff that you know, we all did naturally.
I think also too, um, there were a lot of gigs back then. Eh, the, the pandemic, you know, ruined a lot of <laughs> a lot of live music right around the country, probably right around the world. Yeah, well, it certainly did. Uh, when I was back in Wellington, um, when it first started, I, I moved back for for a time for about four years, four and a half years, and um, yeah, it took a lot of money out of my pocket and, and really sort of pushed. Um, a lot, like, like you said, back in the, those days, there were a lot of venues, there were a lot of gigs. Um, but after a wee while, you know, pubs were really, you know, hanging on by the, the skin of their teeth, really. And then when the pandemic hit, uh, they, you know, that just was the straw that broke the camel's back, even though it was mm. a massive thing. But, you know, it didn't take long for a lot of places to, to either decide to close altogether, particularly in Wellington, or they just weren't hiring afterwards because they couldn't afford it. Um, whereas, you know, music and, and uh, those types of venues went hand in hand because you, it, it sounds a wee bit silly that um, you can't afford it, but then you can't afford not to because, you know, you can't get people back in without, you know, some people still want to hear live music, you know. And yeah. uh, there's, there's a new venue opening up in Dunedin somewhere. It's a, and I can't wait for that to open so I can go and see some live music, you know, like yourself. And original um, music. Hopefully there's a wee bit more room in this, this venue. <laughs> so, and also um, original music, you know. Um, it's good to um, have um, the stories of um, what we've just gone through come out through music now. Yeah, for for real. And uh, you've seen that guy over in, over in the States with his sort of protest song that's gone viral and, you know, gone through, you know, to the top of the charts. Mm. Um, and it has. Uh, I think people have um, are slowly starting to wake up to to what's what's been going on, and uh, you know there's, the real science is coming out now and, and and showing COVID for what it was, and particularly uh, along with the vaccines, which is really unfortunate for a lot of people because uh, as as you know with Polynesians and and, and our, us culturally, you know we're very trusting people, believe it or not. 
and mm. we want to believe what our leaders are saying because that's that's the way that we we've been run, you know, for for centuries, you know, for thousands of years. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that um, a lot of good people followed and got and a lot of good people got sick, mm. um, not from COVID. Yeah. And because uh, I, you know, myself, I got you know I've had COVID and uh, yeah, it was wasn't even a head cold to be honest. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, um, tell me what what was your attraction to Autiporty coming here to Dunedin? Yeah, well, the, the main thing was. Well, apart from the fact that my ex-partner wanted to come down to be a doctor, which she is now, um, the reason to stay was because this place reminded me of, of growing up in Titae Bay uh-huh. 30 years earlier. Um, we moved into a really good suburb of Pine Hill, and um, our neighbours were just like our family, you know, because we were by ourselves. We didn't know yeah. too many people down here. Later on, we, we, we met cousins that we were related to. Uh, but initially, for the first couple of years, you know, it was just our neighbours, and they were fantastic. They were parker people, and uh, it was wonderful. And then, of course, uh, one of our great mates, um, Rue Henry, just lived down the road, and I didn't meet him for about four years. (laughs) (laughs) And he was only just down the road, and uh, still count count him as as one of the the best guys that I've ever met, Mm. Uh, one of the most humblest uh, fellas. Um, yeah, so that, it was just the fact that it, it reminded me of growing up, you know, 30 years earlier because that type of um, whānau, you know, neighbour neighbourhood whānau type of thing had died in Titae Bay to a great extent. So that that was the big thing. Hey, man, it's really great to talk to you. Thanks for contributing your time to our program, Dunedin Multicultural Council um, on air. Before we finish this, tell me, what is your favourite song? Because I'll play it on this program. My favourite song, gosh. You probably got a few. So, um, what about um? Yeah. As soon as I say one, I'm going to think of another. <laughs> um. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey, give give me a give me a minute on that, bro. Okay. For our listeners, I'm talking to Dean Ellison, vocalist, musician, dad, grandfather, entrepreneur, friend. Yeah, we're really lucky to have Dean on the program at the moment. And um, we've been talking about music and just life here in Dunedin growing up. If you want to get in contact with us about this program, please contact Otago Access Radio 105.4 and you can get hold of us. Have you thought of a song, bro? Yeah, I, yeah, I have. I, I, I think, you know, I can't go past um, Gary Moore's Still Got the Blues. Oh, okay. That's I'm going to. Probably the one that sort of sums me up the best, I, I suppose. And it's still, after all these years, does it for me. Bro, we love the blues. Thank you, Dean, for being on the program. Um, Much appreciated for everything that we have. We've still got the blues. (laughs) Yeah, kia ora, brother. Kia ora, bro. Kia ora, bro. so easy to give my heart away but I found out the hard way there's a price you have to pay I found out that love was no friend of mine 
program was produced by Peter Kesha Music for Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.